This is Corey. This is Ryan. This is the Unqualified Commission Podcast, in which Corey and Ryan embrace the great commission given to us in Matthew 28, 19, and 20. We aim to strengthen the walk of fellow Christians, and we hope to reach the lost. Although we're not qualified, we have been equipped to share God's love. Thank you for joining us on the show. Hello. Hello. It's me, Corey. Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) (laughs) Hello. It's me. Is that the, it's an Adele song, isn't it? I don't know whose song it is. I I think it's Adele. No, it's hello from the other side. (laughs) I was going to say. That's uh, Adele. That was a. I can't sing. I was showing my age. But this is Corey. This is Ryan. And this is the Unqualified Commission Podcast. Uh, This week's episode, um, Ryan hit me up with. We, uh, we're going down some rabbit holes today. So I'm excited. But I'm also, uh, I'm, I'm glad to get this one off our chest. I thought we've already talked about this one, and I went back and I looked, and we didn't talk about it. <laughs> but before we get started, Ryan, lead us in a word of prayer. Yeah. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for letting us gather here, Father, and I pray you speak through us, Father, and uh, get the truth out there, and allow this to reach as many people as you want, Lord, and just touch their hearts. Just know I pray. Amen. All right, so before we get the show started. Speaking of hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are going to talk about one of Ryan's um, latest experiences, Uh, but we are not going to mention any names. We're not going to blame anybody. We're not going to, we're just going to say Ryan's side. There's always two sides to the story, but we're we're going to, we're Ryan. I wasn't planning on this. Corey is, Corey's going off the rails. Catching me off guard. Um. <clears throat> but today's episode is called Guarding Your Heart. Guarding Your Heart, yeah. Um, so Ryan is a lot more um, versed in this than I am, so I'm just going to kind of step back and let you uh, drive this drive this train home. So Yeah. So This is a big topic that I've stayed into for the past while. I'll let uh, you... Past uh, like, few months, maybe. I like it. It's It's one of the foundations you need as a Christian is how to guard your heart. So, take us away. <clears throat> Where do I need to start, Corey? <laughs> you start wherever you want to start. Um, one big thing that this this can go into is relationships. I mean, it doesn't just apply to relationships, but you need to guard your heart and not become emotionally attached to people too quick. And I feel like I did that, which I do that very easy. <laughs> That was Corey's idea. <laughs> so, if you haven't figured out, Ryan nah, recently it's, um, it's cool went through. It wasn't even it wasn't even a thing. It wasn't. No. Um, this was not a relationship. It was not anything. But getting getting attached too easy, and I guess emotionally being connected with somebody, and all that can cause a lot of hurt. Right. And so, like I said, we're not going to name call. We're not going to no. do any of that. And but like, like Corey said last episode, watch who you become vulnerable with. Is that was that last episode or two? I don't know. A few episodes ago, maybe he said, "Watch who you're vulnerable with." And I don't know if they've heard that episode. It probably hadn't came out yet. But <laughs> by the time this one's out, that one would be out. Um, but like I said, it, be careful who you're vulnerable with. But 
Um, I do want to read a scripture here. So this is Jeremiah 17, 9. And again, this is the NASB 1995 version. Corey International Version. This is not the Corey International Version. This is a certified, leathered, and papered version. So it says, Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart is more deceitful than all else and is desperately sick. Who can understand it? So see, the scripture is even warning that your heart is not only... Can it be misled? But it's deceitful. It's, yeah, it's um, it you can't can, you can't trust your feelings. It's misguiding, right? Because the the problem is with your heart <coughs> is your heart is attached to your brain, and your brain has emotional response. So your heart can be convoluted by emotions, right? The way I we heard it described literally before this episode is the brain is controls what you think, and the the heart controls your feelings. That's your emotions. Mm-hmm. But see, it takes that brain to associate emotion with a thought process, right? Yeah, so, your brain puts it into action, and your your heart's how you feel and your feelings. You can't trust your feelings. Right, right. But, well, what I'm saying is there's a time and a place to trust your heart. There's a time and a place to trust your emotions. There's a time and a place to get emotional. I mean, God gave you emotions for a reason, but you can't lean on your emotions. You have to lean on him and not on your own understanding. Right. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll make your path straight. And what verse is that? That's in Proverbs. I, I wasn't planning on quoting <laughs> it, so I didn't have it on standby. But let me, let me look that up real quick. <laughs> that was a pretty good quotation. I have that memorized. I, I, I was going to say, I do want to make sure that we did quote that very Yeah, right. okay. I, I thought it was this, but I didn't want to say it. It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding and all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. And there's this little like side note in my Bible about that verse, about verse 6. It says, in the original Hebrew, in all your ways, submit to him. He is, is more literally, in all your ways, know him. This fundamental st- statement of how to relate to God implies more than mere reverence. Nodding in God's direction is not enough. You must know him by living closely with him, relating to him personally in every aspect of your life. I feel like that could go along with guarding your heart too because you're filling yourself up with God daily in all your ways you're submitting to him instead of submitting to things of this world. So what do we hear? It was like that your old grandma saying, garbage in, garbage out. Yeah, garbage in, garbage out. And then then they said, uh, but your grandma was right. Your grandma was actually quoting the, <laughs> one of the wisest people, you know, Solomon. He is the wisest person, I think. All right. I don't know if he was the wise. He was definitely very educated. I know he had the gift of wisdom. Right. Right. Um, so <clears throat> the thing is with your, with your heart and your decisions, right. And this goes for every decision. See, a lot of times we pray about the big things, right? Yeah. But we got to pray about everything. Talk into the microphone, Corey. No, I will not talk into the microphone. I need to turn this microphone this way. There you go. This, yeah, so that's I can, better. So I can see you and talk at the same time. Like I said, a lot of times we pray about the big things, and it's easy to pray about the big things. And that's okay, too. I mean, you need to pray about the big things. But on the flip side of that coin, praying about everything is putting God in control. Yeah. And uh, so th- pray without ceasing. Let me get that verse too. Let me pull that up. So I do want to say, so the Ryan situation that we're talking about uh, with this female, both Ryan and many people, not just Ryan, were praying and interceding on this on this situation. However, come 
from the get-go, I told Ryan, I am praying about this situation, but you have to heed to God, right? Yeah. This may not be the one. This may not be the person. And I had, I literally told you from the get-go, did I not, that you really have to protect your heart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, told you so, right? But no. <laughs> you know, but, um, it's easy. It's easy to, as a third person, just looking in, it's easy to take <clears throat> emotions out of it. Right, and just make a decision without emotions in it. And we're, we're literally studying studying this in uh, college right now. I'm in business school, for anyone that doesn't know. And um, I think this is called biases and heretics. I think I said that right. It's, is it heretics? No, it's heretics. Um, if I had my paper here with me, I could quote them off the bat. But it's, there's... Um, this is in decision making, and they're, they're fallacies in decision making, flaws. And people, you're biased in every decision you make, whether you see it or not. And you need to get a third party involved to avoid the biases. And that's what we're going through right now. I forget the actual fallacy name. Um, I don't know, but Corey, continue. That was I, cool. I do want to say um, <clears throat> pre show, Ryan and I were talking. And he said, before all this unfolded, the verse that he's going to quote. It, um, it appeared to me three times in the matter of a night and two times in one day. This is a back-to-back. So during his devotional time, during his. Yeah. Um, so it was almost like God was sending you, hey, yield caution signs. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, over here. Hey. I do. I do a Bible reading plan every day. It's the Bible in a year. And my reading plan that day it was a few days before it happened or whatever. Where am I at? It is Proverbs 4.23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. And then literally that same day or the next day, one of my buddies, Nick, he was on the podcast. He sent me that verse. It appeared to me three times. I forget. No, the third time was that Bible study Monday night. And we were reading through Proverbs 4. And we were doing popcorn reading. And the person before me stopped at 22, and I had to read 23, the, the first verse I had to read. So, <laughs> the truth always confirms itself. Right. Yeah, that was God confirming that, you know, you need to guard your heart. And like I'm saying, I am not um, showing any hatred or discontent <coughs> towards this particular woman. Um, what I want to be 100% clear with, right? We all warned Ryan that this may be not the one i get attached too easily emotionally to anybody not i mean it could be to friends to mentors i get attached easily to everybody but the thing is and i don't want to call it a mistake but i do learning experience a learning experience right you learned a lot from this right of course and you can always be eternally grateful although this relationship did not work out you can it always, wasn't even a relationship. And that's the point. Yeah, that's that's the whole point is it was never anything. And see, traditionally, women are the ones who um, have that emotional response where they test their last names and they put on the wedding dresses on their Pinterest and they they see they try to picture a life with this individual. Right. But they in, fantasize fantasize. But in your case, 
You got, I, didn't, I didn't go as far as that, that I, as Corey was saying. I, I understand but, you did not, but in your case, you have to grieve over something because in your mind you felt a certain kind of way towards this person, and they did not feel the same thing towards you. Yeah, yeah, right. So, and again, I'm not showing any hard feelings towards this person. And at the end of the day, I don't know the ultimate plan. I don't know God's plan, and I don't know. And it may be timing issue, right? There may be. We don't know God's plan. That's why it is important to lean on God and ask him to reveal God's plan, right? Yeah, yeah. But a lot of times, and I have to say this, um, like I said, Ryan is younger than I, so Ryan is going into phases of life that I have already seen and wore the T-shirt. I wear the wedding ring to prove it, right? Yeah. So for me, um, I, I too am a man. So I too. I didn't know you were a man, wow, Corey. Wow, yeah, we just established this. Uh, <laughs> well, there's some confusion out there, but we do want to establish that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, for me, you know, I was too thinking about, you know, when I when I was younger, I was like, okay, God, I'm ready for a woman. I'm ready to not be single. I'm ready. I'm ready. Corey's ready to mingle. Right. And I had to yield to god because mm-hmm. if i would have done it my way and i tried doing it my way right were you following god back then though um so i would i was being disobedient mm-hmm. i believe like i said I, I grew up in church i believe i had a relationship with god but i don't think it was a good relationship but i knew the answer you yeah know, i knew yeah. i knew down. That I, I you should yield to god's world <clears throat> You know, but I, so I tried to make, I tried to live on the fence. Mm-hmm. I tried to do it my way. But one of the things I do remember in, in my younger self is like, I did try it my way, right? And like, I would go to the the clubs and I would go drinking and I would live that secular lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to get your emotions mixed in into those situations because the problem is in that scenarios when i'm talking about clubbing and you know drinking misery loves company right so i was a male seeking a female Mm -hmm. in misery but there was plenty of females who were seeking my you know me in misery because misery loves company yeah and i believe you attract what you are the kind of person you are is the kind of person you're going to attract right so if you're miserable you're going to attract miserable, miserable person, people, yeah. right, right? Broken people. Yeah. So it was always very easy to, you know, put my heart out there on my sleeve and then I would get hurt. I would get hurt and hurt and hurt and hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. Eventually I learned and see this, this was a learning experience for me is I quit wearing my heart on my sleeve. Right. But see that took a part of me away from my future wife mm-hmm. because now I've been emotionally damaged and now my wife has to reap the consequences of me being afraid of commitment and being afraid of emotional detachment because of the amount of times I've been hurt. So do you believe that hardened your heart? I think to a point, at a certain point in my life, I think, and I think we have, you know, my wife and I are certainly in a better place today than we've ever been, right? But I still think we still struggle with the decisions that I made in my past that left a scar on my heart. Yeah, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Yeah. And so for me, looking in, 
<laughs> it's very easy to be like, do not do this, do not do this, you know, but you have to experience that yourself because I can tell you what you're going to experience, but you, I, I can already tell the personality. You're one of those, you're one of those, like my kids, I tell them, hey, the oven is hot, but it don't matter how many times I tell them the oven is hot until they touch it and they feel that hot. Mm -hmm. They can't learn, right? Yeah, I'm that way sometimes. So here we all were saying, yield, yield, yield. And you're like, nah, that, that's, that's not for me. I'm going to go fast. And, and I don't, and I'm not angry with you, and I'm, no, not, that's cool. I'm not angry with any woman. And, and the thing is, like I said, I don't know God's plan. But you learned a lesson yeah. that is it's priceless. It's, it's a very valuable lesson that you have to protect your heart. You have to guard your heart. And I believe this applies to other areas in life besides relationships. Like this is, isn't even explicitly talking about relationships. I think you have to guard your heart in every decision yeah, and, you make. and everything. And so to guard your heart, you have to watch what you intake. Like we said earlier, garbage in, garbage out. And... Corey and I think this goes along with the five senses. Corey, what are the five senses? Can you name them? <laughs> Touching, hearing, tasting, seeing, and feeling. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Are you sure? I think that's it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. If we're wrong, let us know. <laughs> um, you, know you can touch something. You can smell something. You can taste something. You can see something. You can hear something. Yeah. Most of the time, I can do four of the five of those better than some of those. All right, I'm going to read Proverbs 4, 20 through 27. This is the NIV version. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and be steadfast in all of your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. So it says, uh, keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. And what you, what you watch and listen to is going to determine the direction of your thoughts and that's going, that's going to determine how you talk. If you're around cussing all the time and you listen to music with cussing and tv with cussing you're going to be tempted to cuss and not even not even see it coming or you may just cuss and not see it coming it may just become second nature in your vocabulary yeah 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 <clears throat> so was that uh was that podcast becoming something that we were just listening to yeah uh, yeah so you guys definitely need to check that out i hope one day that we can meet is jp Jonathan Pecluda. Uh, I tell you what, JP and I would get along just fine. So. Nate Hilgenkamp and Kathy Davidson. Those are the three hosts. Those are. It's a really good podcast. You need to check it out. But uh, we were just listening to that, and JP says he liked to watch UFC fights. Yeah. Right. And like I like I said, JP and I would be two friends. I mean, we would be two inseparable friends because if you know anything about Corey, Corey loves that that UFC, the wrestling. The I never really got into it. But see, the thing is, I have to guard my heart against that because we all know Corey likes to choose violence on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but that gets in my heart and gets me riled up. You know, if you ever watch wrestling, you have to be very careful because if you ever watch wrestling, the next thing you know, you want to, you want to hit something. You want to square up, <laughs> yeah, square up with somebody. Right. So like, um, it's yeah. Free smoke, free yeah, smoke. It was this one. Free smoke, free smoke. <laughs> I was trying to find the right button. <laughs> but so I have to be very careful with that because when I see it, just like JP says, my heart says, Ooh, you like that. And the more you dwell on it, the the more you watch, you know, the more violent tendencies you're going to have. Right, right. These these perverse thoughts creep in. Hey, let's punch this person, you know. You're mad at him, let's punch him. So, you know, that would be a question for me. Uh, and this is, again, this was from that show. You know, when you're experiencing problems with your emotion, ask yourself, well, what, what have you been watching? What have you been listening to? What kind of music have you been... What's on your Instagram feed? What's on your Instagram Facebook feed? feed? What's on your social medias? What's on... How much time are you spending watching this? What kind of screen time do you have doing this, right? Because yeah. because we are um, <coughs> a product of habit, right? If y'all can't hear outside, it's raining. So I don't know if you're going to be able to hear that or not. I don't think it's loud enough to come through. But uh, like I said, we are products of habit. So what you do over and over and over again is exactly how you're going to respond when an emotional response is. Yeah, right. and I was w watching a sermon on this the other day by Craig Groeschel. Um, The habits you do, to do today, they're going to affect your tomorrow, who you, who you are in the, in the future. Well, you know, I've, I've talked about this on the show, but, you know, bodybuilders, they don't just go start with a 1,000 kilograms. They don't just go start with, you know, all the weight on the on the thing. Who measures in kilograms, Corey? Why why are you saying that? So <laughs> listen, hot take. Corey is going to commit to the metric system. Oh my goodness. Because listen, I hate the imperial system. So are you doing kilometers per hour too? Well, listen, <laughs> I, I don't know how far I'm gonna to commit to it, but you know, I was a scientist by uh, by trade. But uh it bothers me that America is so prideful. <laughs> is so prideful. That we have to have fractions. You know, we got to be like nine, six seats. Why can't we just call a 10 millimeter what it is? is I, isn't America the only country using the imperial system? The all, that is a level of arrogance I cannot even stand behind. I <laughs> <laughs> so, don't want to submit to the authorities of the world right, and use right, the metric right. system. You know, but even like, um, you know, here's a, here's a side rant. Jesus used the metric system. Okay. It was a different metric system but it was a metric system the imperial system did not come into play until way 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 later in life you know so <laughs> so side rant but i hate the imperial system so we can use pounds but weightlifters don't just go to the barbell right and say i'm gonna put <clears throat> 645s on there and just deadlift it right mm -hmm. they gotta start small they got to tune, you know, those habits into, you know, proper form. Because, see, the thing is with muscle building and the thing is with gym, the whole gym life. Corey's getting into the gym life, by yeah, the way. I'm getting swole body. We went, we went this morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> but when you, when you start with those little weights, you're building your muscle memory. Mm -hmm. You're building so that when you put on the bigger plates, it's the same muscle memory. It's just more weight. Yeah. But you have to have that proper form first. You have to have the foundation. The foundation, right? But see, that's, that's the same thing with 
um, guarding your heart with your habits, right? <clears throat> Today, it may just be that sneakers bar, right? But before next thing you know it, you're doing it out of habit. You're just going to the store every single day buying a sneakers bar, and it's not even it's not even a mindset thing. At that point, it's just muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you wonder, you get on a scale and you're 400 pounds, and you're like, what happened? Because one day you decided this is how it's going to be. Yeah. And then the next day and the next day and the next day and to the point where now that sneakers bar is not enjoyable anymore. You're just doing it out of habit. And we can do a whole episode on gluttony and you know not taking care of your body. But I think I think all these things are connected to protecting your heart. You're guarding what you intake, you right. know. So guarding from pornography, guarding mm-hmm. from food, guarding from even TV shows that deal with a lot of drama. Next thing you know, you know after I don't, I don't watch a lot of TV like that, you know, but I don't know any of the names of the drama shows. I think The Real Housewives, that could be one, you know, but you're sitting there watching all that stuff. And next thing you know, you're creating the same drama. You're, you're creating the drama in your household. Right. That's on the show. Right. So that's exactly yeah. what we're saying is that this is a five cents. Um, and what what you watch, what you hear, what are you listening to? Um, what are you letting out of your mouth? What else? Who are you hanging around? Where you, where's your feet going? Where the, where's your feet taking you? What does it say right here? It says, this is verse 14 of Proverbs chapter 4. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it and do not travel on it. Turn from it and go your own way. That was verse 15. So what's your playmates and playground? You know, who are you hanging around? What are you doing? If you keep falling into sin around those people, the same sin, change your playmates and change your playground. And where are you spending your time? Yeah, that's another one. Because, you know, if you're constantly, you know, what bothers me? This is uh, this was a rant I went on in Sunday school last Sunday. But, you know, like, love them or hate them. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, um, all these big powerhouses, right, that have power and money, right? Mm-hmm. And influence. Influence. They have the same amount of 24 hours that you have each day. Yeah. And like I said, love or hate them. They're getting a lot done in their 24 hours, mm-hmm. right? I cannot stand when I hear, oh, I ain't got the time to go to gym. Oh, I ain't got the time to do this. You make time for what you want to make time for. It's, it's a struggle. It really is. Because a lot of times, you know, after work, I want to go home and watch TV and eat and just chill for a couple of hours. But you can't do that all the time. I find myself doing that. It's something I struggle with. I was going to say, if you guys saw Corey and Ryan's schedule, I stay busy we, all the time. I could write time. an entire dissertation paper on being busy. Yeah. But see, that was the thing is we had to make sacrifices in order to get in what we wanted to get in. That's why we wake up so early and do what we do. We're recording at, what time is it now? 7.30 a.m.? But that was after going to the gym. At 5. Right, because yeah. we wanted to go to the gym. So that was the thing is Ryan and I decided is we have to sacrifice sleep in order to get more things done. And even before the gym this morning... On my way to the gym, I was listening to the to my Bible reading plan, getting my Bible reading in for the day, you know what I'm saying? And one thing I want to start is, JP started this, I heard him say it, and I was like, that's awesome. No Bible, no breakfast. What's more important? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's easy for me to skip breakfast. I've been skipping breakfast for a long time, but... I, didn't, I haven't <laughs> ate anything today either. I was going to say. <laughs> I normally do eat something for breakfast, like a protein bar or whatever. But you have to establish what is important, a priority in your life, right? Yeah, Prioritize your in your life, right? But see, the thing is, and I'm not saying you should be sleep-deprived 100% of the time. 
Right. I'm also not saying sleep is important. Sleep is important, especially if, like if you're in the gym, sleep is important to recover. But what I'm saying is you have to make a sacrifice and say, maybe I'm going to get off the recliner and turn the TV off even just for one hour a day. Yeah. And here's what I want to um, give you a proportion. And here, here's a, this, this was something that was a realization for me. So there's 24 hours in a day, right? So 24 or one hour, one out of 24, what percentage is that? I'm not sure. I think it's 3% off the top of my head. I don't think. Well, no, it's not 3%. It's more than that. Is it 8%? I mean, here here we are mathing live. Yeah. That's that's dangerous. It'd be 4. 4.15. 4%. 4.16%. So every hour that you watch TV is 4% of your day. Yeah, I think most people, it's a 16-hour day because they sleep for 8, average. Okay, yeah, so that'd really, be, really, yeah, so if you divide 1 over 16. That'd be 6.25%. 6%. 6 of your day. And uh, mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, but the national average for men is like 77, and the national average for women is like 84, right? What are you talking about? Years of age. Oh. Right? So you, div- you take that, right, 365 times 77 means you only have 28,000 days of life on average, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that every single time you watch one hour of television, and I'm not trying to shame anyone for watching television. I, I get that there's people, why they do it. But that's, you know, between 4 and 6% of your day. And then when you look at that on a whole, you know, if you were to take that as a week, that's a, a work day that you have spent. Watch watching tv yeah. and that's just one hour and i'm i'm guilty of this too I'm, we're not shaming nobody you know well, it's, it's tough that just puts it in perspective <clears throat> of how important your time is people forget yeah how little time when you actually put it on on in front of you how much little how little time you have <laughs> in this life right and you want to make it worth it you know i mean be good stewards of your time being good stewards of your time could be a form of worship. You know, God gives you the time. And you, you could use that time to read your Bible, make a difference in people people's lives, you know, start a Bible study. And we're not, like saying, we're not saying you cannot watch TV. But we what we are saying is, if you're watching TV an hour a day, we don't want to hear you saying, I don't got time to read the Bible. Yeah. I don't have time to get in shape. I, I don't have time to. I didn't have time to pray today. I don't have, yeah, because I hear that all the time. I hear that all the time. Well, I just got busy and I didn't pray today. You make time for what you want to make time for, right? You know, what's important in your life, and I, I uh, challenge y'all to write down your top priorities and make sure you get those in first. You know, you put the big rocks in the jug first, and then put all the little pebbles around it. That's how you fill it up, because you can't put the big rocks in if the pebbles are already in there. So I'll tell you an exercise I did with the Sunday school class. Um, I, I'm an adult Sunday school teacher. <laughs> On Sundays, occasionally, uh, we I'm, I'm in a rotation, but uh, we talked about confessing on this on the show, and and you guys haven't heard this episode yet. You will hear it by the time this is out. You by the time you, this one is out, um, you have to forgive us. Our our recording schedule is different than your hearing schedule. Yeah, um, but one of the exercises I did is I went forward to the Sunday school, and I. So Ryan and I wrote down five goals 
uh, what we want to do. And you will hear those five goals on episode 21. Episode 21 is our is is me per- publicly confessing my my goals. Publicly confessing his deepest and darkest secrets also to everybody. That, also that too. <laughs> um, but my five goals to reiterate were I want to start getting up earlier. I want to uh, get into the gym and eat healthier. I want to go back to school. I want to make either president's list or dean's list at the school. And then <clears throat> I want to read God's word Yeah, more. He doesn't read it at all as of right now. He's he's striving for a verse a day. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> no Bible, no breakfast, right? Uh, but uh, for me, getting up in front of the Sunday school and confessing that mm-hmm. held me accountable, right? But then I challenged all my Sunday school goers to do the same thing. I said, this podium is open, and if you want us to be accountability partners, I want you to do the same thing I just did. I want you mm-hmm. to get up here and I want you to list some goals. And I have a whole list of people I'm texting every day saying, hey, this is your daily reminder. I'm keeping you accountable, right? And in doing that, I'm keeping myself accountable because I have to do the thing I want to do to send them the picture to keep them accountable, mm-hmm. right? So it's a, it's a, it's a, I forget the symbiotic relationship. Yeah. So I would encourage you, if you, want to change or you want to make time for something i would encourage you even if you just start with one write it down and publicly confess it yeah but the more you add to it the harder it's going to be so start small but start and know yourself know your limitations and know your expectations because be honest with yourself because i will tell you right now for me like i know if i get more than five goals like i just know my attention spans is going to fall off right so so I have to keep those manageable for me. Be realistic. Too. Be realistic, right? So, but be realistic for yourself. If you know that you can't do more than one goal at a time, start with one goal. Yeah. But if you're one of those people who can, I don't know, I don't know how these people do it, but they like multitask 50, 100 tasks at, you know, 75 tasks at a minute, and they're good at all of them. I think that's ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to see your psychiatrist but that's a different story for a different day i'm single-minded so maybe that's his own problem but i have to focus on one task get it done move to the next task focus that's on how that most task. men are uh, yeah that's called compartmentalization yeah. and maybe that's maybe it's being a man or maybe maybe i need to see my psychiatrist <laughs> but but that's that's how i work so i know how i work so i know that i have to set myself up for success or i'm going to fail yeah so I think we strayed from the topic a little bit of guarding your heart. Um, I don't think so. I think all this is linked together. Um, you have to guard your heart against bad habits. You have to guard your heart against sin. You have to that's get, right. You have yeah. to guard your heart against women. You have to guard your heart against men. You got to guard your heart against friends. I mean, there's every everything in the world you have to guard your heart against. It says above all else, guard your heart. And some versions say above all else, keep your heart. And keeping does not mean literally keep. It's like it means keeping the milk from ruining. You need to keep your heart from ruining and um, it's filter, per- filter it's perishable. what you let in. Yeah, perishable. You need to filter what you let in and you need to be sure on a daily basis you're feeding it, you know, the things of the Lord, not earthly things. No breakfast, 
No Bible or no Bible, no breakfast. <laughs> no, no breakfast, no Bible. I'm not eat. I'm not. I'm not reading. So I'll get some food. No Bible, no, no breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna start using. It. There was somewhere else I was gonna go with that, but I don't forgot. I lost my train of thought. So, where are the key takeaways, Corey? How do you guard your heart? Well, I think um, first of all, leaning on the Lord, right? Yeah. But I think, um, <clears throat> I think. The most important way to guard your heart is acknowledging all the possible outcomes. So um, look at a situation and look at the possible outcomes. And if the outcome is undesirable, you have to ask yourself, what do I need to do to not get this undesirable result? Have you been reading the book I've been reading, Corey? You know, I do like to read <laughs> it it kind of goes along with that. What I've been reading and what I've been studying, anyway, is uh, you don't like the outcomes. If, no, if you don't like what you're reaping, change what you're sowing. That's in a sermon I recently watched. That's what it was about the book. It's based on the book. The sermon series is based on the book I've been reading. Is that um, the power to power change? change. Yes. Yeah, so we've been linking this in the description of our videos. If you want to buy it, but like I said, the word always confirms itself. See, I have not been reading that book. But the the truth always confirms itself. So, yeah. Um. Oh, what I was going to say earlier, you can't just take out the bad habits or the the bad things that you you're putting in and not replace it with something. You need to replace it with the things of God and put those and in, input those, and it'll change the way you think. It will change the way you feel. It will change your heart. That's what it will do. And you can't just change your behaviors and expect change. You got to change <clears throat> your spiritual mindset. I said that last episode, I, I was, think. I yeah. was going to say, behavior, behavioral changes, just Be, behavioral changes are vain. You behavior know? modification isn't... is not the answer. It's you not have true to change. change. You need to change the spiritual why, and that will... Change. In, ter- in turn, change your heart, and you can take identity in that. And take identity in what the Bible says to be true, and it will change you as a person. But do you have anything that's just dire to get off your chest? Not that I know of. I think I said everything. I think, and... Now, after this, I'll be thinking of something. I'm, I wish I would have said that on the show. But Well, this has been Corey. And this is Ryan. This is the Unqualified Commission Podcast.